in good company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. So a while ago, in fact, it was probably two years ago, maybe, I was listening to the podcast by Ali Brown. What's it? Glambition. Glambition Radio. Radio. Let's go. And uh, it's actually, she interviews some really cool people and- and I and I, I haven't listened it. to that for ages. Neither have I. Neither have I actually. I haven't listened to many podcasts mm. for ages. I don't know. I've kind of just been in my zone. But she, it was a whole podcast episode on whatever. But there were a few words that I ended up writing straight onto my whiteboard, and it was, "What is your next level of liberation?" So when she said it, I I had to sit with it for a little while. But what she explained was really it was about what's your next level of freedom? What does that look like for you? And to not get caught up in, you know how we can sometimes do things, you know, and people start online businesses or or anything and they just they want the end result right mm-hmm. now. And it's very hard when you're not when you when that feels super far away. I was listening to that episode and I was thinking as as Lisa Chaos caught off, the mum caught in this like, I love what I'm doing, but fuck, my life is out of control. <laughs> like, what is going on? And I didn't feel free at all. This did not feel laptop lifestyle. This did not feel uh, in any way, like, I felt chained to it really. Like every spare minute was working or the children and there was nothing left for me. Mm. So when that question, what is the next level of liberation, what is the next level of freedom, allowed me to take it step by step. Right now, what would help me feel more free in my life? What would help me feel like, you know, there was a little bit of extra room? And at that time, that was the time when I was trying to decide whether to put my youngest into a third day of daycare because I just wasn't fitting everything into, you know, 9.30 till 2.30, two days a week. <laughs> like no shit, Lisa. What? You couldn't fit it all in. <laughs> so weird. Uh, and I knew that that my next level of liberation involved me upping the daycare, but it was really uncomfortable. But I knew that the benefit of of moving through that was going to massively outweigh, and it paid off in dividends. And it's something that I go back to a lot. Like, what is your next level of liberation? What is the thing? that is possible for you within the next week or month that would help open up your life. Because, and, you know, this is a a big time sort of small steps message is if we're, you know, there's no point in eating well, there's no point in growing a business, there's no point in having children or whatever it is if we just end up hating our Mm. lives so so much and, and we create this, perpetual like just moving through the days I've just got to get through till Friday and and then sometimes weekends aren't even enjoyable anyway like what's the point if we're not enjoying this precious life that we're given so I mean what what comes up for you Carly when it comes to next level of liberation it's such an interesting question because like thinking about it I feel pretty 
liberated right now, you know? Yep. yep. I don't feel boxed in. I don't feel um the the big sense of duty and obligation that I've felt in the past. But I, yeah. You are without, you know, mentioning what it's about. I have seen you uncover move more and more and more towards your internal yes. freedom and okay. voice. Yeah. And yep. it is and one is leading to the next, is leading to the next, and it's getting think, hairier. Yeah, and it's getting hairier, hairier and hairier and scarier and bigger. But, and- but your next, as you're working through your stuff and busting through, you can then see the next yeah. level of liberation. I think, I think for me, this concept is something that I already live. Yes, it's, I think you do too. Yeah, yeah. right? So, yeah. so for me, I'm like, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling freedom. So I walk on the beach every day. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I float in the pool if I need to. I'm really in touch with honoring that part of myself, that sense of liberation. What my next level of liberation is about some really deep inner work that I'm doing at the moment, because I know that I can't enjoy those floats in the pool or the, you know, I haven't, I, the me who wasn't doing the next level of liberation consistently was a person who was very disconnected from herself. So mm. I feel like this is, this is something I really already 100% live. It's just mm. that I haven't been conscious of, well, this is the next level of liberation. I'm just taking the next step towards mm. a truer, more honest, more open version of myself. I think that that also, though, comes down to the fact that you believe that's possible for you. Yes. If, if, and I think for me, for example, I was in my, I was living my stories. I was repeating the same patterns all the time because I hadn't even connected to the idea that life could be more than that, that there was, you know, I haven't experienced hardcore depression that made me look at my life. Uh, I've been a naturally optimistic person who, and, you know, in some ways things have come maybe relatively easy to. Like even I think, you know, if I wanted certain things, I would just do the things in order to be able to get them. I feel so blessed that I never had issues having my babies, for example. And so I didn't, I wasn't I wasn't digging for a really long time. I was I was that person living the surface life. So for me, yeah. the liberation was about actually like my day to day. I hadn't I hadn't I didn't know that more was possible than that. I didn't know that I had to go internal and really ask myself if life could be better right now. What would that look like for mm. me? What would that involve? Yes. And, it, and it felt really uncomfortable at that time because it was kind of the start of my journey into all of this personal development stuff. Yeah, I feel like for most, not for most, but for definitely for me, uh, it you know, it was my depression that led me mm. on this path of self-discovery because I had become so disconnected that it had led me to this place where I had, you know, was depressed. Uh, and so the whole process of the last 10 years has been coming back to me, figuring out who I am, figuring out, you know, getting back in touch with emotions that I had completely disconnected from. And this is big, meaningful work that I'm 
that I'm doing. I don't think we all need to get to that point in order to have an awakening, even though I really dis- <laughs> dislike that term for all that it represents. Um, I think, yeah, I think it comes down to being able to ask ourselves, you know, a lot of it is about mindfulness. Mm. So for me, one of the first things that I did on my journey was to set an alarm on my phone every hour to go off. And every hour I would come back into my body and I would breathe and I would check in to see how I was feeling because I was trying to connect feelings. How That was a constant question for myself. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Can you connect to any emotions? Um, you know, so for me it was like, okay, phone goes off. Where am I? How am I feeling? Um, you know, where, like, my bum is on the seat. I can feel that, you know, so it was about coming back into my body because so often we're just running our life on fucking autopilot and we have no oh. idea how we got here. We wake up and we're like, oh, I'm at Chadston Shopping Center. How the fuck did I get here? You know? Yeah. And we're running our lives in that space when we need to be becoming more present to, to what's going on for us in this moment. And for me, that's setting the alarm um, another part of that process was me asking, how am I feeling right now? What can I do in the next hour so that I'm feeling better than I am yeah. now? And it's so funny that you just say that. As you were talking, I just wrote down um, permission to feel good. Yeah. So I think I disconnected completely from the idea that, because I was generally really happy, but I just didn't realize that I had normalized certain behaviors, routines, that habits that weren't serving me at all. So it was like that next level of liberation is like, hey, your life deserves to feel good for you. Mm. You deserve to feel a level of freedom and greatness about what's going on right now amongst the business, amongst the children, amongst living away from all your family. What does that look like? Yeah, Because you actually have full permission to create a life that feels good for you. So what is that next version? And so often it's not the it's not all the big stuff, right? Like if oh, God, I, it wasn't. what I've come to realize is that the feeling that I want most is that feeling of me floating in the water. That is the ultimate. That is the ultimate. I am fully supported in the water. I am fully present. I am aware of everything that's going on around me. That's what I that's what I craved. That's what I was craving. I just didn't know I was craving that. That is not reliant on anything except space. Mm. So I think it's so important for us to have an exercise or a practice like that where we are constantly connecting back to us so that we can figure out what our next, because that's a really challenging concept to think what is your next level of liberation. It can be something huge, right? But it doesn't have to be. It can be something really small and and ultimately life-changing because of its profoundness and smallness, if that makes sense. My A next level of liberation um, is creating a habit around putting the keys in the same place. Mm. I remember thinking if I can just put the keys in the same place, my life will feel so different because I won't be like asking my three-year-old, to find the keys because she was always amazing at that. She's now five. Uh, that is freedom. There is so many different levels of freedom and mm. ultimately uh, they can be big too. Um, 
a huge level of liberation for me was to move our family home. And even although it happened in crazy old circumstances, once I had it, it was it was like you've been working towards this. You've been setting the groundwork. Sometimes they can take a long time mm. to action, but you can be very conscious of what it is that will give you that feeling. And it's okay for it to take time. There's little wins along the way, but then there's also the big stuff that doesn't necessarily just happen overnight. Yeah, because this next level of liberation for me has been a constant unfolding for 10 years. Yes, yes, so I haven't much. just, I and just haven't woken up from being depressed as all fuck, you know, not being able to get out of bed to like floating in a pool, feeling really relaxed. Like I can tell you that meditation, not that I do it in a traditional sense at the moment or you know, I, I do it in my own way, in ways that feel good to me. But but it used to be so uncomfortable. Me being by myself was so uncomfortable. And now it's my next level of liberation. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's something that we don't even think we want. And then all of a sudden we have it and we're like, why did I deny myself of this for so long? Right. Because yeah. there's this underlying feeling that we don't necessarily deserve it. And we don't know it's possible. We don't even know it's possible. Anything is possible. Like yeah. it's beyond crazy what is actually possible. And it's that was why, you know, recording this episode was just a gentle invitation to think about what might be possible for you mm. next. Mm. What is your next level of liberation? And on that, thanks for listening. Till next time. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.